Hey everybody, it's Carly. I'm coming back to you with another truck talk. I am currently headed out to Brian to go pick up a load of feed for my barn. Um, and I figure going into another show weekend this weekend, followed closely by another show, a pretty prestigious show, two weeks after, I would talk to y'all about anxiety, um, anxiety on day-to-day, -day, anxiety on how I handle it in the show ring, how I handle it in the barrel pen, and just how I cope with anxiety issues because it's a very real tangible issue in my life um, and it's taken me plenty of years to acknowledge it call it what it is and work through how to cope with it because I don't I don't think anxiety ever really goes away but we learn how to manage it in different scenarios and I tell you that to say I am a deeply introverted person but I'm also a people pleaser which is difficult for some people to recognize because being an introvert I my safe space is at home in my bed with my dogs and a book and hiding from the world that's where I don't have any expectations on myself I don't have any expectations of the world I can just get lost in literature and somebody else's world but being a people pleaser on top of that kind of rails up against it quite often and it kind of shows itself in ways that I get invited to places to either teach or to speak. So I, I love people, but people are hard for me. So like I would die for somebody but I probably won't go get dinner with them it um, it's hard it's difficult so like I would die for you but I won't like meet you for coffee or something so that is a hard feeling to deal with and my daughter and I call it our people max because she is very much like me and that she can only be around large groups of people for a certain amount of time before she hits her people max. And she has a word that she uses and it's kind of my cue to step in and kind of excuse her as she goes off and just recenters herself. But I think, wow, wouldn't that be neat if society would understand that of introverts like myself and not be offended by it 
Like, wouldn't it be really neat if we could say, listen, I've, I've hit my max of people for today. I need a little bit of time to go recenter myself. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I just need some quiet time. And quiet time can be like five minutes or 15 minutes, but just enough to kind of come back to ourselves. Now, when it comes to coping with anxiety in large crowds, so this kind of goes in line with horse shows and how I cope with it and how my clients and my students see me handle horses in the show ring, even in their worst moments, and not panic and just respond and move on. So a couple weekends ago, I was riding a client's horse in the arena, and she is an off-the-track thoroughbred, so she's naturally a little more high-strung. There's people in the stands, there's people on the rail, and we walk in and I kind of trot this horse out to the middle of the ring, kind of in between all the jump standards. And then I start trotting out to the left and the timer buzzes and something clicked in this horse's brain and she just reared up. So she stood up on her back hind legs and started to fall over backwards. She did this two or three times before her butt hit the rail. And the video evidence of it is quite entertaining to watch because everybody jumped off the rail and started backing up several feet. But after she got done having her fit, she settled down and we got right to work. So in those moments, you know, my clients are like, how do you not panic? And the only thing I can even remotely compare what happens in my brain to it is just a disassociation of reality. So when I go in the show ring, my brain just turns quiet. I don't hear the announcer. I don't hear the crowds or the clapping or any of that. All I hear is my horse's breath and I feel their heart rate underneath my calf. So if I focus all of my attention and my energy into slowing my heart rate down to encourage my horse to slow down, they typically will slow their brain down to match my energy. It's taking me years and years of practice to do that. And the only way I've ever gotten better at it is to just keep doing it, which is so frustrating because you have to take a bunch of losses before it all comes together. I have another student who deals with the same kind of show ring anxiety. And I watched a 
beautiful moment at our most recent horse show where this young girl kept her mind in the ring. She was not focused on anything else going on around, not the crowds, not the whistle blows, not the buzzers. And she focused on riding her horse. She knows how to ride him. She can school and jump all day long at the house. But as any good competitor will tell you, it's difficult to be on the road and have that same kind of performance. So something finally clicked in her brain while we were at the show where she was able to ride competitively and ask miraculous things from her horse. I mean, the horse performed to his max for her and it was very evident in how she rode and she swept her division. She came out grand champion because she allowed her mind and her body to work as one and not just react instead of being proactive. And that's just a difficult trait to learn. So even when it comes to my anxiety on public speaking and my anxiety about going to new barns and teaching clinics and working with people I've never met before, if I turn off or turn down the voices in my head telling me I'm not good enough, I'm not brave enough, I can, I can bring out the parts of me that got me the invitation in the first place. But gosh, being able to turn those voices down in your head is so difficult. I think I read an article recently that referred to it as imposter syndrome where you're not necessarily an imposter, but you feel like you are never good enough to be doing the things that you're doing at that time. So learning how to cope with anxiety on the day-to-day -day has allowed for me to, to step into situations both in the show ring and in the barrel pen to where I can perform at my max. You know, when I first started back to barrel racing a few years ago, you know, I can laugh about it now, but I was so nervous at the time and I was so anxious because though I've been riding horses my entire life, all these crowds of people are gonna see me ride in this moment and I am going to suck. And that is all I kept telling myself all the way down the alleyway. I rode so horribly that I knocked over every barrel in the pen and the damn trash can in the alleyway. And that's impressive to run over a trash can in the alleyway. You really got to be trying to screw up that hard. But then I was able to just acknowledge that 
anxious energy I was having. And I kept asking myself, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I making myself sick with this toxic, anxious energy? So then I started practicing talking to my horse where what I was really doing was being my own hype girl. I would tell her, you got this, you got this, you can do this, you got this. And it was really just me telling myself I can do it. So now when people ask what goes through my mind when I step into the alleyway, my only answer is freedom. It's a chance for me to drop every other title in my life, being a mom, being a single mom, being a business owner, being an employee, being a trainer, being a competitive writer. I can drop every one of those titles at the top of that alleyway and I can just run. I can run away from it all. I can run towards it all, but I can just run. I no longer have the adrenaline dump that makes you feel sick when you get done. I just am happy. There has been many times where I clear the alleyway coming home after that third barrel. So we refer to running home as running towards the alleyway where we started. And I'm not gonna lie, there's been many times where I've been weepy-eyed leaving the arena because that feeling of freedom was so overwhelming. But then when it's done, I can pick up all of my titles. I can pick back up my anxious feelings and I can carry on with my day. But in those 30 seconds from the time my name is called to the time I enter the alleyway, to the time that I exit. Those 30 seconds are all I needed to recenter myself back to all of the parts that make me. And that is my wish for all of my clients and all of my students. That is my dream for my daughter. And that is my wish for all women and all people to be able to find a way, no matter how long it takes, to recenter yourself, to acknowledge the anxious feelings, call them for what they are, and quiet the voice down so you can go out and you can conquer all of those goals and dreams that you have set yourself upon.